Hello, good evening and uh, welcome to this very special edition for International Women's Day. So it's March the 8th, 2021 and uh, I'm just popping in tonight just to talk a little bit about my own personal views on International Women's Day and to answer the big question that seems to be on uh, lots of people's minds is uh, what is actually the point of International Women's Day and more specifically, is it still relevant? So, you know, we know the official line, it's is there to address gender inequality and I would say inequality rather than equality and that by the way at this rate uh, we will be needing another 100 years to get there according to the World Economic Forum. Um, the second second thing that is really behind International Women's Day to me it seems that it's to celebrate the achievements of women and uh, this year in particular we have the hashtag choose to challenge where we are, we are encouraging everybody to call out inequality wherever we see it. So those are the three official lines. And of course, I, I agree with those wholeheartedly. Who wouldn't? But you know, what is actually the point of marking it every year? And is that is that still relevant? You know, in some places uh, around the world, in Italy, for example, people people buy these beautiful yellow flowers and share those. And other places, there are many events and conferences uh, this year online, demonstrations and marches normally. And uh, in many countries also there are days off um, for for women in particular so you know it's a, is it a is, what are we actually doing what what are we celebrating what is it changing and that to me is the point what is it actually changing and is it time to change international women's day so I'd just like to have a, a quick think about that um, this evening and so just for those people who don't know me this is Anne Collins and I'm the founder of Blue Bottle Coaching and for many years I have been interested in helping um, women to achieve their potential and this is a this is an issue that's very close to my heart but actually one that I find very difficult to talk about because it's just not black and white and to put it into words in, in just a few minutes for a few sound bites is actually very difficult but I'm, I'm going to give it a try. So in answer to my own question is it still needed? Yes it is and that's a resounding yes from me. Yes it is. McKinsey's recent report called Women in the Workplace um, reminds us of the shocking statistics so I'll just give you a few of them. So 66% of C-suite roles go to white men, 19% go to white women and Really shockingly, only 3% go to women of colour. So we can see that this is not just a, gen a gender issue, it is also inclusion more broadly. And I'm sure if we looked at other groups as well, it would be a similar picture. So we we need to think, I think, firstly, is not just think about women, but more broadly and to think about uh, think about groups, maybe more specifically as well, when we're trying to um, come up with action points. Another another shocking statistic that won't uh, won't surprise you actually is that only 22 countries have an elected female head of state or government, and this in a in the world of 2021 this this doesn't seem doesn't seem right. So I think yes, it is still needed. Yes, we do need to be reminded. But is this the right way to go about it? 
the I'm afraid the 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 statistics go on, and when we start looking in more detail, um, if we start looking at what happens to women when they are at the top table, well, the the statistics become even more depressing because when we start looking at well, women at the top table, do they have a voice? In fact, are they speaking up, and are they seen as competent and influential and authoritative? Recent research has shown that in many cases this is not the case and women certainly feel that they are not seen in that way. Not all, of course, and not in all situations, but it is still the case that even though women may be at that top table, they are not being treated in the same way. And so are we talking about a generally hostile environment? And I think in the in a lot of the discourse around International Women's Day, we can get this idea that it is a hostile environment that is actually the problem. I, I would say that possibly that is the case. And for some people, and there will, there will certainly be women who have had terrible experiences. But I think in the, in the main, it is something much more subtle. This is really about biases that creep in for both men and women. And when we're thinking about what uh, what is seen as normal in a culture, about the messages that we've all grown up with and and how we translate that into the workplace. And even with good intentions, we can find ourselves slipping and, and not noticing where these biases creep in. Just today, actually, I was on I was on Clubhouse and I heard a female advocate of women in leadership, herself a very successful CEO, telling women that they should come out of women's groups and show their masculine side and encourage their daughters to go hunting and fishing. I mean, I am taking her a little bit out of context, but that was the general idea. And I think, you know, she has a point in one way. Women leaders do need to network as leaders, but um, they certainly should shouldn't be shouldn't feel intimidated by male clubs but are we falling into a trap of of simplifying the situation if we're thinking that just by encouraging women and girls to take on masculine in inverted commas activities are we are we really doing women and men a favor with that and i would say we need to be much more nuanced what about encouraging girls and boys to follow their dreams and do we need to label those dreams as masculine or feminine isn't it just personality and isn't it just preference isn't it culture so we need to make it much more complicated and this is where I think the International Women's Day celebrations and marking this day it does have a role but I think we need to we need to simplify it less I mean I'm I'm guilty of this too you will have noticed uh, those of you on Facebook that I have put a very nice little circle around my face today to mark International Women's Day it's a very simple thing to do and on the, and at a very basic level it achieves absolutely nothing but it does start conversations and international women's day as i think maybe its primary role is how it starts conversations so we're challenged to think again and whether that's on clubhouse or with our colleagues or at home with our children within our families it is finally that debate that is going to help us to move forward and this is so necessary in our changing world particularly in the circumstances of this last year and where many people would argue that in fact um, we have gone backwards I'm not going to go into that um, today we'll maybe look at that at, uh, at, at greater length some other time 
So I think that's the first that's the first point. It really does raise awareness. I've noticed with my with my own children, they have activities at school. They've been doing presentations. It gets children talking and that can only be a good thing. But let's not simplify it. Because by raising awareness, we need to really look at the very high level of this. And the global nature of the movement does help us to do that. We can see that this is not this is not something that is just affecting us in our town or in our country. It is affecting women across the world in many different ways. So that global awareness, the International Women's Day, I think is something to hold on to and to treasure and to maybe make a lot more of. Let's look at what brings us together and not what divides us. I think one other area that uh, where International Women's Day could really help is also looking at this idea of excellence. Because for too long, I think we've seen excellence as being the solution. Women have been told that if they lean in, if they're just a little bit better or if they're the best, they will they will succeed. And so if they just by implication, try harder, work harder, do more, beat the rest, they will do better. And I think this uh, this is this show or the research has shown that we need to really change the room. We're not we don't need to necessarily change women. They have the potential, but we need to change the room. We need to change the space. We need to be supportive. We need to value their voices and we need to ensure that they can be seen as influential and support them to believe and act according to their great potential. And this, this final point is where I think International Women's Day could really show, could really shed a light on the fact that it is, it is within each one of us to believe in our potential and to act on that, but also in conjunction with the support that we need around us. The International Women's Day gives us a chance to start to create that space. And leading on from that, I think uh, we could change the name to something that's, uh, that's maybe not, not as easy, it doesn't roll off the tongue, but International Women with Men's Support Day could be an interesting angle because this does really concern everyone. Not only does that mean that it's fairer because we need to look at everybody, but it also makes sense to maximise the potential of everyone, of men and women. And our world just can't wait to unlock the potential of millions of women and girls who are not able to operate at their maximum potential, who are not having their voice heard, who are not finding a space where their voices are valued. So we need action now and we need concrete action, pragmatic action, not academic debate and more events whilst they do help to raise this awareness that we're talking of. But we need real action every day in our workplaces on every day, not just on March the 8th, but every day. And if you're interested in how you can find out more about finding new strategies to put put this kind of uh, this kind of strategies into action, then please do click on our podcast that we've released today. Podcast with Perrine Fach. She is an inclusion expert. And what I love about what she's done is that she gave us a whole list. I think there are eight different action points that she gives us at towards the end of the podcast of practical actions that each one of us can put into place in our workplaces right now. So if you haven't clicked on it yet, I urge 
urge you to click and listen. You'll find it on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast and, uh, and see what you think and let me know. I would love to know. Well, thank you very much. Have a very good evening. And I look forward to hearing what you think about what I've just said. Thanks a lot. Bye bye.